Welcome to So St. Louis Podcast with Trisha and Erica, where we talk about current events, relationships, and social media shenanigans with the St. Louis vibe. All right, I like that. Ah, oh, my bad. Oh, oh we supposed <laughs> to stop it? All right, so we're going to start off with our first topic, and that's our social media. Social media shenanigans. All right, so you're going to read off the confession that we have. Okay, oh, so basically on the social media shenanigans, we find posts on either Facebook or Instagram where people are spilling out their situations to strangers. <laughs> um, don't really know why people do this, so we're going to read it and talk about it. Oh, and we'd love for you guys to comment and tell us what you think about this. And and please mind my my outward reading. <laughs> I don't do it <laughs> much. Outward reading. I don't do it much. Oh, <laughs> oh girl, look! I was like outward. What does that mean? <laughs> okay, don't don't mind my retardedness for her outward. I'm like, what does outward mean? But I got it. I got you. Okay, this girl, she says my mother passed away in my home. And I'm not going to say the date. Uh, my youngest daughter's father was there for me to some extent. He cleaned up all her blood on the floor and reassured me things would be okay. It was hard for me to remain in the home that evening while he was cleaning up her blood, so I told him I was going to step outside with the neighbor friends for a few. I called him 30 minutes later to see if he was done and he wasn't. So he told me to take all the time I needed because he still wasn't done. Fifteen minutes later, he had called me and told me to come home and was very angry at the fact I wasn't there. He started yelling at me and I told him I didn't need this and don't do this when my mother just died. He yelled in my face saying he doesn't give a damn my mom died. On top of the hurt and pain from losing my mom, I was also hurt to my soul by hearing him say those words. I can't get what he said out of my head and to top it off, he killed off an entire tall bottle of vodka my children heard him say this to me because they awoke from his yelling as well as as friends and he doesn't remember saying anything how am i to get past this without having it affect our daughter whom also heard this and then she said edited to add she was going through dialysis and her something popped i can't say the word (laughs) her something sight popped if you guys do dialysis you know what they're talking about it popped open and she ended up bleeding to death in the home. So that was the mother, right? That end part was about the mother, and that's how she. That's how she died. And that's why it was so much blood that Everywhere. he had to clean up. Everywhere. So her question is really like, should she be upset with him? Basically, she's saying because he snapped on her. He he told her, "I got this. I'm good. I'll clean up the blood. It's your mom's. I know it's too hard. Go do you." She goes to do her. But she did her in the wrong way, though. How? 30 minutes later, she calls. Hey, you good? He goes, yeah, I'm good. She outside talking to her friends. Then 15 minutes later, he calls her back and just goes clean off. Well, okay. So, just to kind of play devil's advocate, I think he wasn't. I mean, honestly, because we all do this. We'll say we good. We were not really good. And it sounds like he wasn't really good with the fact that she was out there talking to her friend. It's one thing to say, I just got to step away. But you out there talking to your friend. And I'm here cleaning up your mother's. No, wait. What's her? So the body's gone, right, at this point, right? Apparently, the I'm assuming the body's gone. 
Because if you in there lifting the body, they left the blood. I'll be mad. She's gone. Okay, good. Because if he fumbling around with a body, you know, I'll be mad at you too. But I, I just kind of feel like he feels like she, she should have came in and checked one. Why you call him? But is she afraid of the blood? Is that what she's trying to say? She's, or is she just because her mother passed? It was her mother's blood in the past. So she just, you know, you upset. Your mom just passed. You don't want to have to clean up the blood. I understand why he snapped. But I think it was because he was drinking. She said he killed the bottle of vodka. And he doesn't remember snapping. So I'm like, you need to let it go. He don't remember. He was drunk. He was mad and drunk. I'd have been mad. What too. made him get drunk, though? Is it because he couldn't deal with it either? Because I don't want to like, I don't want to do this, but I'm doing it for you. He probably drinks. Oh, he than. already is a drinker then probably. We don't know, but. She didn't get that much detail, but. Didn't. And why are you so concerned about this bottle of vodka that's gone? Then he must be a drinker. <laughs> he's got to be a drinker, because once you pointed that out, he must be a drinker, and he's he's gone off on her before while being drunk, but she feels like, that's my mother. She died, and I didn't want to be there, and you took the responsibility, and you're drunk being mad at me. But I, I, I feel like something's missing. There has to be something else missing from this. No, li- listen. If I'm cleaning up some blood from your mama, you outside talking, and it's a lot of blood. It sounds like it would have been a lot of blood. After 30 minutes, you calling me to see if it's good. That means I'm still cleaning up blood after 30 minutes. I'm mad. Yeah, but I, well, he's got to be a drinker because I probably wouldn't drink first. <laughs> I'll be in there cursing you out. I'm in here wiping off your blood, your mama blood, and you out here talking to your friend. And then you got the nerve to call me. You couldn't even walk in and say, ask me and check on me. So maybe he did start just kind of like, you know what? I'm about to take a drink. But she's grieving. Yeah, but Would I'm pretty sure. Would you clean up your mom's blood if she no. died in the house? No, but I don't want my mom in there. <laughs> she's on dialysis. People have <laughs> <all> <laughs> dialysis. You know what? And and that is strenuous because that is a lot. It's a so lot. wait. Yeah, I guess that is the they do because that filter they filter their blood when they do dialysis, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole like they because yeah, that's a long process. They sit there for hours doing that. Yeah, so people do have home dialysis that they do at home, so they want to go to the the dialysis center. And so I understand, like, why the blood is there. I don't know if I can clean up my mom's blood if she passed. No, we got to move. <laughs> <laughs> we got to move uh, <laughs> today. Um, but you know what? I guess you kind of, you would kind of expect your significant other to kind of step in at that point. Without yelling. Yeah, without getting drunk and doing all of that. Like, But I don't think that's stopping their relationship, but... She's saying, what, does she tell him? Yeah. she doesn't remember. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I feel like this, because any relationship, you need to communicate anyways. You don't think she should say anything? Oh. But, okay, so I think you should definitely say something. I think you should say something, not because you're trying to make him feel bad, but because it's bothering you, and you're not getting past this, and Mm -hmm. you're causing the relationship to have issues when he doesn't honestly remember, but... Even though you didn't remember, this is what happened, and this is the reason why I have, like, an issue. Because when you got drunk, you said whatever you wanted to say to me, and that wasn't cool. At least that, but then you got to drop it and let it go. 
Because if he said, I don't remember, I mean, you can't force him to remember. Even if he remembers, you can't force him to remember. So you need to tell him how you feel about it and then drop it. I want to know what he said. I do want to know what he said, too. That's why I said it like you need some more information. Yeah, like, what's I, his I side? I don't know what he said. Like, like how do you, like, I, I just want to know what he said. Because <laughs> how do you be like, oh, it's good, <laughs> I got it, I'm going to clean it up and go from that to... Yelling. I really honestly think she stayed away too long. I think that's where his issue started to be. Like she like she said, she said thirty minutes and then after like after thirty minutes, like he was fine, but then fifteen minutes, nah, I think it was longer than what she's what she's saying. I'm thinking it was a little longer and then when he came back he was pissed because she had been gone so long and especially she's like, I'm out here talking to my friend. You trying to make this sound a little less than what it was and he probably feeling the way. That I'm out here, I'm in here cleaning up your mother's blood and you out there just talking to your friend. I, I, I get it from her side where she's just like, I'm just out here. And, but in him, to him, he's just like, he probably didn't want to do it. That's number one. I, he shouldn't have did it. Then. He shouldn't have. Because I don't think he wanted to. Someone had to do it. It's just me and you. We can't sleep. Uh, we can't, can't sleep you pay all people? night with, with the blood on the ground. Friend, that I'm sitting out here talking to for 45 minutes. Can I come live with you for a day? Let me find somebody to come. Because people do come. Don't people come out and clean? Like they can clean up blood and stuff like that? Well, maybe if you ain't got it. I ain't got the money. Mm. I hope they didn't have carpet. Oh, girl. I'm telling you, I'm moving. <laughs> I'm moving. <laughs> but I don't think I could stay somewhere where my parents... I couldn't passed stay nowhere away. if somebody passed away. Anyone. It would feel weird. It will feel like they're still there in a sense. Especially if they bled in the carpet. Because they ain't coming I could, out. I could stay there. I don't think I could clean it up. Maybe I could clean it up. I get like in this mode of just get everything done. Yep. I feel like I would probably go into, especially when no one wants to do it. It's like you really can't ask. Like you, you know how you feel like you can't really ask somebody so you gotta just do it. Like I think I probably would have been in that mode. Like let's yeah, just I go ahead and clean it up. Get helped. it done. I probably would have helped. Yeah. Because I feel like you go into that let me help you mode and you're not thinking that like, uh, yeah, it's my mother, but right now, that's not. Yeah. We can't think about that right now. Because a lot of people, even when people die, most people don't get the effects of it until the funeral, the funeral or after the funeral when the person, like you really, because you've been so busy trying to plan up to it, like get there, you know, or if you're the person that has to organize all this, you don't have time to grieve, so you're just trying to get everything organized, and then you're there at the funeral, and you're just like, I'm just trying to get through this day, then the next day it's like, this person really is gone, like I can't pick up the phone, I can't talk to them. Yeah. So, he might have felt like she was being selfish in that moment, maybe. I think he's just drunk. He should apologize. She should tell him he should just apologize and then... How you gonna make him apologize? He don't even remember. But I guess you can apologize for your drunkenness. Yes. My drunkenness, I apologize because I shouldn't have got drunk and then went off on you and now I don't remember, so... Or he really didn't get drunk and he just went off on her. <laughs> didn't want to pretend like he didn't do it. I don't know. That's one of those I don't know situations because... I don't know why they put that on Facebook. Yeah. I don't know either. What advice is she looking for? I guess what to do with him. What you going to do what you want to do anyways? You're not going to stop dating them or dealing with them after that. Well, 
I don't know if they were dating. She said it's her youngest kid's dad. She didn't even say like my boyfriend, my dude, or nothing. It was she said it was my youngest kid's dad. So why she hanging on to this angel for him, snapping out on him? I let that go. Let that go, boy. You gotta let that go. You gotta let it go. All the way go. And now. Okay. What's our next segment? We gotta get going. We do. This is our first show. Yeah. Oh. It'll be edited out. The police op- Okay, so our next segment is current events. Yes. Whoo. This last week. Yeah. This officer. The well, judge. Actually, was it last week when she actually got the... It was last week she got Last sentenced. week when she got sentenced. So, basically... I, where were they actually at? What state were they in? Uh, Houston, Texas. Okay, so in Houston, Texas, there was the, uh, the white officer that walks into what she says is her apartment and ends up shooting... Um, shooting dead the guy. I, don't, I didn't actually get his name. But they she shoots him dead, and I think it was only two shots or whatever. So shoots him dead, and then they have the trial. So she ends up guilty after they actually had the whole procedures and everything. So she's guilty. Um, she gets ten years for it, and a lot of people are just kind of like feeling away that the judge would hug her. So so her name is Amber Geyer. Okay, I know you guys heard of this. And she killed Botham Jean in his home. Minding his business. Eating cereal, actually. Eating cereal. Claimed to be her home. Yep. I'm still confused how she got in the house. That's what, you know what? I was, I didn't understand that either. That supposedly the door was open. But that don't make sense. If somebody's sitting on their couch eating cereal, why would they leave their door kind of adjourned? Like, kind of open? Cause she's that's what that's what the story is. It was just kind of adjourned. It was kind of open, and she just walked in. I still think she knew the dude. I did. And too. watching dude's brother, the way she like ran to him to hug him, like I'm like, yeah, come on. And then now well, that like, would make sense. Strangers like that, like y'all knew each other. That's what I was thinking too. And I said that would make sense too because when because he also I had also because I have two issues. The first issue was that the 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 brother. I, I don't know if I could be that strong to uh, just, like, I feel like he was apologizing to her for this happening to her. And I was like, but that was kind of strange to me when he was just like, well, he felt like she needed to find, you know, Jesus or, I don't know, yeah, Jesus or religion. I forgot what he said. And they ended up, because that's why she ended up, the judge ended up giving her a Bible and all of these things that are hoping that she finds religion now because... She accidentally killed somebody. First of all, thank you. If it That's was what, an accident, why, why does she need Jesus? Why do you feel bad for <laughs> her? You. Why is she getting hugged? It was supposed to be an accident. accident. Okay, now. I feel the that same right thing. <laughs> that right there was like, wait a minute. And then, so with the judge and then also with the brother, and the brother really kind of just was upset that she, I, I, I felt like he was upset she had to get jail time. Which was very interesting to me because your your brother was killed in this and he did nothing wrong. Nothing at all. I can understand being forgiving, but I don't know if I can be that forgiving to ask for a hug. Like, let me hug you 
only way that would be is if I know you personally and I'm like, you really didn't have this intention. And this is something that went way left. But for me to say, you don't know my brother, you shot him in the house, I, I would feel a whole way. Like, I don't even know. I don't think I could forgive that easily. Even if I hugged the person, I would give one of them, I don't know you hugs. Like, I know we've been going through this process for a year and I've seen your face and we've been going through this because it's been a while. So he has had yeah. time to forgive. But the hug that was given was an embrace. Was like, come here, <laughs> hug me. <laughs> it was past forgiveness. Yeah. It was more so of like a, a friend you ain't seen in a while. Yeah. yeah like, oh my God, I, I can't believe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And But you know what? Um, Because we're going to play the, the actual audio from the judge. Now, one thing that I did hear from the judge that was very interesting, what she said was that the reason it was, she didn't actually intentionally hug the girl. She, the the, um, the girl asked her if she could hug her. And even the judge, when she was talking about it, she said, was she kind of contemplating and really know what to do, but then ended up just hugging her. Um, so now that I can understand. I can understand that because sometimes in our minds we are like, okay, it could be an awkward hug, but I, the hug that I saw was just a picture. So I don't, I don't know. But based on what the judge is saying, if she said that, then yeah. No, play the audio. I think, yeah, play the audio. Let them hear it for themselves. If you haven't heard. Because the audio made me mad are taken aback that I would reach out to Amber Geiger because the act that she committed was so horrific and the victim was such a good person Um, but I try to look beyond the horrific act and see the person behind it realizing that that person would rejoin our society and after I left the Jean family I was, I just thought it rude that I not say something to her. And what all I said to her is, Miss Geiger, Mr. Jean has forgiven you. Please forgive yourself so that you can live a purposeful life. And she asked me, she said, do you think my life can still have a purpose? And I said, I know it can. And she said, well, do you think God will forgive me? I said, I know he will. And she said, well, I don't even have a Bible. I don't have a Bible. I don't know where to begin. And that's when I went and retrieved my Bible and gave it to her. And when she said, can I have a hug? I just, I just kind of froze. And um, I kind of thought about my responsibilities as a person. And ironically, I was standing in a spot where I had been standing when I was uh, inducted as a judge in this courtroom. And I remembered uh, that one of the charges that I was given was to do just to love mercy and to walk humbly. So I was like, and she asked me again. And I said, of course, of course. And so we got up and she hugged me and I hugged her back. Okay, so 
I don't know how y'all feel after that, but I had lots of questions. <laughs> it <laughs> makes me of, mad. Um, I, you know what? I didn't really feel mad because there was a point where I kind of seen where she was coming from. Now, there was points where I was just like, but this sounds like this is your first time ever feeling, because like my first question, well, let me say my question. Has she ever felt the need to talk or comfort any of her other... That's my you know, like anybody that's either like, like, has she ever felt the need to do that? And it sounds like this is the first time she ever felt the need to that because she went into talking about how, you know, she took a basically a vow when she became a judge to be this person and be responsible and all of these things. But if this is the first time you've ever felt that, I don't, I don't get it from what you're saying. You know, like when she when she literally said, "I felt the need after talking to the other family that she should go talk to her." And well, what was that need? Like, do you? That's what it was. That's all. As many black men and black women that go to prison, first of all, you only gave her ten years on a murder, murder charge, charge. and they found her guilty. Murder, a jury charge, ten years, murder. That right there says you was biased. Yep. Because ten years on a, I know people doing ten years on not murder. There are people doing it just on like little robberies. There's people that are doing it on just having marijuana on them. So, oh, like, like, like. Sometimes I don't understand, and it, and I know people always want to say it's black versus white, but the reality is, is that she is a white woman, and they have sympathy for that white woman because they feel like, oh, there's no way she could have just made a mistake. It, it, it actually was just, this is just, oh, she's just oblivious to where she is. And it just makes no sense. But then, but you know what? One thing that also stood out too, um, I watched another video and it was, a, a, she was analyzing it. And you know what they used? Their, their defense was, um, they have like a stand your, stand your ground law where you're inside your home that you can oh, yeah, defend your home. That's what they tried to Yes, and that was, and that's why they were saying, like, that's what didn't make any sense. It's like, how can you tell somebody that you're defending your home when you weren't actually in your home? That was their defense. And she, but she was saying that I just felt like I was, I thought I was in my home. But two things that kind of stood out. If you go to your home and your doors are locked, that should have had your radar up anyways. Because if I ever go into my house and my door just opens... I'm not really trying to just go. But she police, in. so she not gonna have the same fear of not going. She already, she already had her gun on her. She probably already right. had her vest on. So she, oh my door open. Okay, I'm about who up in here. She had that mindset. But once you open the door, I know that furniture don't look the same. That, that's where that's what my point was. Is that if she's an officer and if she's aware enough officer and if, if any person because. I can understand going to the wrong floor and thinking, okay, maybe, maybe you got that far. But once you open the door, and even if you were aware of like, okay, somebody's in here, you start looking around, wait. <laughs> you know, you know, like you would think that that was something. And then she didn't. And then another thing that was kind of interesting about it was supposedly she made no verbal nothing to him. She didn't say, what are you doing in my house? Who are you? She knew dude. Supposedly there was no... She knew dude. And you would think that you would because if you live in the same building, you cross people. I live in a building I've lived there for, for almost seven years 
you know everyone that's in your building. You've ran across them. You saw them. You talked to them. Now, if where I walked the sympathy into sympathy coming from, though, that's where I'm getting upset. That's where it's like this. There white are women woman. in prison, in prison because they're defend they defended themselves against a man that was trying to kill them, and they get charged, and they are in prison for longer than this then, woman that killed yeah, this that man. Killed for no reason. an innocent man that did nothing to provoke her at all. Even, but, but it's because one, the number one thing is the police officer. She's always going to get sympathy for being a police officer. Now she's a white police officer. Actually, I'm going to even add the third one. There was a black man involved in this. So there had to be fear there. Because not even, and I think we've all been trained to fear black men. Yeah. Because even like I was telling you my experience earlier today, it's like you instantly, your radar goes up thinking like he's up to no good. Like instantly. That man could probably not, not doing nothing. He could have been doing anything. But our radars go up. So if you did, and maybe you didn't pay no attention to it, but even then she still would have, anybody would have said, ooh, what are you doing here? Why are you in my house? But it sounded like she had gun drawn. When she opened the door, she had the gun drawn, and she knew somebody was in that house. So her first instinct was to shoot. Shoot. And think about how every other, like all these people that end up getting, like these young black men or just black men that get shoot, shot by an officer. A lot of time, there's not a lot of verbal command first. They normally are just like, they may say one thing or maybe one thing, maybe two. But there's not a lot of verbal command before they shoot. Because you are taught that black men are violent. They're a threat. So you have the right to take their life. And so with that, and you being a... She is a black woman judge. This is why I'm not understanding. It doesn't matter. We I are don't taught. get it. Think about it like this. If you see a white woman crying versus a black woman crying, who do you think they're going to go to first and say, oh, what's going on? Are you okay? And you're just, just off this thinking about it, who do you think we're going to say, are you okay? Now, if you see a black woman with a bunch of kids, you might say okay to her and leave the white lady over there. But if you see a white lady versus a black lady. That's because you don't see us crying. We are taught not to cry. We so, taught, we're taught to deal with it. Suck it up, you. deal with it. Uh, you better deal with it. The same thing that like an Emmett Till. Emmett Till was beaten to death, dragged all because this one white woman told that she said that he raped her. And then... That's a whole other story because I it, still it don't understand why she didn't get locked up because she confessed that she's still alive. But guess what? Because you feel sympathy for that white woman. I don't feel so you may not. I don't. But for some, <laughs> for a lot of people, they will feel sympathy for that. That white woman can say, he, that's like, this thing about how she could say he raped her and that everyone will just, just believe, believe it and just go. And and this isn't the first time that this has happened where it's... And, and sometimes we don't want to say... Because they said the case wasn't about race. And they still convicted her. So that means that people literally would not believe that you walk into your own place. I don't believe... I no, I mean, I'm sorry. Walk into someone... Walking into someone else's house and just not understanding that that's not your house. And also, too, wasn't he a floor above her? Or was he a floor below? I could have swore it was a floor above. It was above. a different floor. And even the doors did look similar. So I get but that. But that's an apartment. But opening a house, everyone has different decor. Unless both y'all have plain walls 
or unless you knew him and you were familiar with the environment. Yes. But I thought that was the original story, though. That story never came out in court. Um, but that was what I heard originally because I remember hearing that about was it. Like and I was like a rumor like... story that was never founded. Mm. But it's just the most logical thing because everyone's like, that makes sense it, to you know it makes somebody. more sense that you have to be familiar with the surrounding it, it some like if you was on something she probably was drunk or something she's on something she's familiar with that surrounding yeah but it, it but it's crazy because they, you know what they also try to say well she's coming off of I think 13 hour shifts I think she said 13. It was 12 or 13 hours. the same show. as being on something. You're still going to be delivered. You're still going to be delivered. But you but, still will have to be familiar with the surrounding. But also what's interesting is that she does this often. This is the first time that she's probably did a 12-hour, 13-hour shift. This is the, these are shifts that she's used to doing. So even then, I'm, I'm, I, just, I just can't believe that somebody would open the door to someone else's house. Because I actually had somebody do that to me. Open the door on me while I'm in the house. Oh, oh, on house. Why was your door not locked? And that was my thing. I was like, you know, I never like since then. I keep my door locked because this is potential. Like that's what I said. Like I can, I can understand going to the wrong door and opening the wrong door. I can get that part. But once you even because most places when you step in the living room isn't just right there right in front of you. Majority of the time you have to kind. Well, I can't say that because there are apartments that you walk in and the the living room is right there but majority of the time you're going to recognize your stuff because i'm gonna know my couch <laughs> my couch <laughs> depending on how it is and i don't know it's it's one of those things that could be debated which is crazy because i think we would have been hung out to dry if we found out we walked in and killed a white man black white man white woman we wouldn't even have gotten that much time to even say hey it was an accident no I feel like the judge, uh, at this point in your career, you need to hug everybody you sentence. Thank you. Because or understand their story if you're going to do that. Yeah, take the sympathy that you took for her. Take it for everybody that you are that comes before you. you. Because I'm just tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing about it. You look, you look ridiculous, no matter how what you say and how you try to justify it. Unless you're doing this for everybody that comes before you in court, I don't want to hear it. I don't either. I feel like that's that's where I was at. Because that, if that was something that you were known for doing, it's understanding the whoever, the defendant. If you're understanding their stories and you come from a human place for everybody, everybody. but that's not how she made it sound. Even she was questioning herself, it sounded like, when, in the video, when she was just like, well, she asked me for a hug, and I was like... I don't know what to do. And so that means that you questioned your own self, but it just feels like you still had this already sympathy for her. Like you just had that. Like she didn't have to do anything to earn that sympathy because everything in that case pointed to, even the jury said she's, she's guilty. guilty. So everybody has a backstory. Unless you a serial killing, you out there just killing. Just to kill. Just to be killing. You Everybody has a backstory. So and everybody needs that hug and that Bible that you didn't gave her. Sure do. Sure do. And I didn't understand why all of a sudden she needed religion. Like, wait. <laughs> I was like, so, I guess because so she can feel forgiven. So she needed the religion, even though. So, another thing. That's where you bring that up. What are you being forgiven for if it was accident? <laughs> 
Thank you. God will know your heart and know that you did not intention that. That's was it an accident? Was or it an accident? Thank you. Because if you ask, she asked the judge, "Will she be forgiven?" That mm-hmm. means you have a guilty conscience. You had a guilty yeah, conscience. Guilty so, because if I if I really just shot somebody, and I didn't, I really thought that was my house, and I thought that I was defending my stuff. Yep. Um. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feel. I'm not gonna have like you would have a. Well, actually, I don't even know if they would have a little guilt for it because you know how a lot of people Dang, will. I messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I would feel. Well, me personally, I can't even run over like a bird or something. Like I probably would die. <laughs> I remember when I run. I ran over a squirrel on accident. Like he like tried to commit suicide. But he <laughs> <laughs> wasn't in his life that day. <laughs> I was like so heartbroken. So I feel like if I did that period, I would just be heartbroken. But I don't. I don't. I, don't I, I mean, if I felt like I was threatened, I don't know how heartbroken I would be. But I, because I did the same thing. But he ran across the highway. That's on you. You should know. See, you compassion. hear this? That's too fast. I have compassion. I I did for like. 10 seconds, <laughs> and I couldn't, all I know is it was dark, and all I heard was, Doo-doo. I was like, ooh, I saw him dart out, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> he probably didn't make it, <laughs> but I'm like, what am I doing, turn around and get him, nah, I can't turn around and get him, but I understand, and that's what I think, I don't know, I think the judge still doesn't even know why she did it, I don't think she I think honestly, the judge should have just been like, she should have been neutral. She should have been neutral because that's how you have to be as a judge. You should need to be neutral. Well, that 10 years says she was not neutral. She, she was definitely not neutral she because very, she's going to end up not even having to do a whole 10. Five. five. and then the other five probation. Yeah. So that was not a neutral sentence. No. And then the guy that testified, the prime witness. Ends up dead. Isn't that, that coincidence? Isn't that interesting? I was just like, but then I also was like... How did he end up dead after the fact? Because there was still a lawsuit going on, and he was sure a, was. He, they needed him as a witness for the lawsuit. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, come on now, and you only gave her ten years. Yep. And but if you listen to the video, she wasn't even sure about how she was saying things. It was just kind of like I, I don't really know why I hugged her. I just, I don't know. I was like, oh look, <laughs> I can't. I it's really a lot can't. Of compassion. Yeah, I don't think she thought she was she was guilty. She wasn't the one that found her guilty. Well, because they they tried to do the sympathy, make me feel bad for her, feel bad for me. So once you start being able to open yourself up to feeling bad, which but you know also too, um, the jury there was seven, um, I think they said seven, seven black jurors. So she was getting convicted regardless. We need more black people in courts. Black judges. Black bailiffs, black they lawyers, prosecutors, black jurors. If we want to change the system, we have to change it from within. Yep. We just need the the judges not to hug them and give writing sentences. <laughs> right. That's all. <laughs> treat me how you treat them. That's treat, all yeah, I'm saying. Everybody get treated fairly. Yes. Neutral. Give me neutral. Be neutral with me. Okay. What are we talking about next? Oh, so, and I wish we had a guy here to really kind of fill us in on some of this, but we're going to discuss this regardless. So, with men and their expectations of women, 
But oh, like this, um, I watched a video that the guy was trying to explain cheating and how it should be expected of a man to cheat if his woman does not maintain her looks. Maintain her looks. Maintain her looks. And I was just like, well, that has nothing to do with you cheating. If you want to cheat, you're going to cheat. Yeah. Looks aside or whatever, you're going to cheat. Is he paying to maintain his looks? And, and that's what that's why I said like the expectation of men to have women to just be this 100% all the time. And I can understand some situations because we do kind of, because even the guy was like, well, women tend to get comfortable and let themselves go. I'll give you that. But also, too, that does still give you the right to cheat on her. Man, shout out to the, the ladies that are like lady ladies and they get their hair done, their nails um, done. They pretty they, all the time. They lashes done, they everything done, they stuff waxed. Do you know how expensive that is? Men. It's expensive. It's expensive. That's d- and then the ones that basically go to sleep in their makeup. It's so they can wake up fresh for you. Because <laughs> they don't want they, they want to do that. I woke up like this look. No, that's not realistic. Bruh, it's so expensive. Like lashes are what, a hundred dollars? Yeah. They last two to three weeks. And you don't want them to come out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want yeah, to just yeah. come over and rip them off over. <laughs> they last two to three weeks. You gotta keep getting them done. You want wax down there, that's fifty dollars. They last three weeks. You want your hair done, that's sixty five. If you just getting your natural hair done, get some weave. That's way more. This is every three weeks. It's expensive to be pretty all the time. And all y'all gotta do well, is go and buy a white shirt, buy a black shirt, match it with your black jeans, match it with your blue jeans, and, and have some nice shoes on, and go get a haircut that costs. And some of them don't even get haircuts. I put a hat on. Yeah. Because half of them are bald. So even with male's expectations, I thought about this also too, where men have an expectation for you to sleep with them nowadays without taking them out on date, you know. But is that the man's fault? No, I don't necessarily think it's their fault, but it still is like a whole idea that I should be able to just like have sex with you with no responsibility attached to it, like no relationship, no nothing. I don't even have to really even make you feel like I'm interested in you. I just need to come over, do what I do. And there's some women that think like that now too. I think I it's because say, it's it becomes just the mentality these days. That's not a man thing. It's just the mentality. Like women just throw themselves at men now. So it's like, why do I have to do all this for you when I could just go over here and she gonna do the most for nothing? So that's really like I, I I wouldn't if I was a dude I hey you would do the same thing. <laughs> Why am I doing all this when I could just go over there and she gonna do the most? I don't know, I, but then that messes with real relationships though. Why aren't they real? You have a real relationship with a female that's just gonna do the most with, for you and you're not doing nothing. A lot of men live like that. That's what it was. That was the one where the text message was, the text message was um, about the girls like, "Why are you doing this to me?" And he basically was telling her she's basically forgive him for all the stuff that he did. So hey, why not? I just do it to you just because. Was that the one I was talking about? Oh, I don't know. 
That sounds about right, though. Yeah, we're going to revamp that section. We're going to revamp it. But, uh, <laughs> but just in general, I do think, do you think that men have an expectation for us, though? I think that we both have expectations. Like, we have expectations for men. Men have expectations for women. But I feel like women do a whole lot more for men. Yeah. Or even, like, as a wife, as a mother, I feel like because of the dynamic of, I guess, America now where both people pretty much need to work. work. Right. So we both working. Um, but men still have that expectation where I just go to work and that's it. Like, there's a lot of men that's coming out of that, and a lot of men are like, oh, no, we equal partners, we do it equally. But then there's still those men who just think, oh, it's just good enough to go to work, and that's it. But no, you got to think about the fact that your partner is also going to work, and then she can't just be like, that's person. it. Like, she's still coming home. She's still cleaning. She's still doing dinner. She's still getting the kids together, taking the kids to where they need to go. She might not lay down until 10 or 11 o'clock at night because all the extra stuff she has to do for you and the kids. But you then you got those men. Oh, well, I went to work and I'm tired. <laughs> or or it's, I went to work and I pay all the bills, so leave me alone. And you'd be like, wait, hold on. So and, and that's where I feel like that is the mentality that I can't get. You just assume, because I'm like, most of the stuff that women do, you don't even know because we do it without even saying anything. We do it without even making it known. Like if I'm all like if you always come home to a clean house, you didn't think about how that happened. You just know you came home to a clean house, and that's just what it is. You ain't know because when you get actually cleaning, it takes time, and you be in there working your butt off just trying to make sure that the house stays clean, or just any like I don't. Cause I don't even, I ain't even gonna lie. Some of the expectations that I think of men are just sex now. Like I don't even think they really, they ain't even looking for somebody to really be wifey. I think they, they kind of do, but they don't even really want the responsibility of taking care of you. Paying bit like even if you came in there and said, "Look, I pay all the bills. I don't want to have to do deal with the kids and stuff like that because I'm going and I'm working my butt off to make sure that you don't have to worry about these bills. Even if you work." That money is that money is just coming to the house to just help out or whatever you. That's need old there. school mentality to live like rent. Outside of our area, St. Louis is still kind of cheap. You know, yeah. I just came back from Cali. Rent, man, rent is busting heads. So you need two people to work unless you making some good money. Like it's just whatever. Like yeah. I, I would not expect the way the world is going. I would not expect one person to have to carry the full household load of the finances if you want to live the right life. Do you think it's more men out there that are actually more of the expectation that the woman should do all of those things and take care of them? And work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've run into I, I've run into a couple that it'd be just like so I'm just supposed to be over here paying all the bills and what are you good for now? Because it ain't that for me. <laughs> Well, some of them, they get good at that. like. Ugh. And But you know what? I'm not even going to lie. I've had some that are just not great at it. And you just be like, what <laughs> do you have to offer? <laughs> I'm starting to believe you are the, excuse my language, Friendship. you are the bitch in this relationship <laughs> because you ain't bringing nothing. <laughs> and when I mean my bitch, meaning that you just here to just <laughs> annoy me. That's why. But 
I just, I don't, I don't know. I guess I ran into so many that had an expectation of take care of me. That's where my ex, that's where I've dealt with is you should take care of me. Um, excuse me, why? <laughs> excuse me, are you my child? No. You are nothing like my child, nor should I have to take care of you. <sighs> I, I don't know. I think that... But could you, though? Could you take care of a man if he handled everything else for you? Like if he did all the work at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not very domestic. I, I've realized that about myself. I'm not the domestic type. I'm barely at home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to cook. So if anybody's like, oh, you cook? No, I don't. And don't try to make me because you're going to be very sad. <laughs> very sad. <laughs> I, think I'll be very sad. I wouldn't call it, like, I would say I'm, like, borderline because I don't mind, like, I will listen. I don't mind keeping the house clean if I know that you're contributing just as well. Like, there's certain things I don't like to do. I'm not washing a dish. I don't like washing dishes. I hate it. Only time I wash dishes is when I cook. And most of the time, I don't want to cook. See, I, and I'll wash a dish. I'll wash dishes. I'll clean up. I don't mind cleaning up washes because that's kind of like a stress relief for me. Mm-hmm. But don't ask me to cook and wash a dish and no. But see, I don't like. I don't mind that because I need. I I do that as I like. If I'm in the kitchen, first of all, the kitchen has to be clean before I can even do it. And I wash dishes as I cook. So when I'm done with a pot, I'm either rinsing the pot out and cleaning it up. Like there's no dishes in the sink other than the plates that we use. After that, like I I don't I don't have a problem with that. But I also like the next day when there's like three or four plates in the sink, I'm gonna walk past those. I'm going to need somebody else to watch that. That's what kids are for. Um, I don't even think I even have an expectation for men. Like, if you had a guy that you're interested in, what would your expectation be? That they, um, if we both work and we both doing half of the work at home, like, that would be my, if we living together, we both doing equal parts at home. No, my first thing was, and I keep thinking this, I would want you to buy me a house. <laughs> buy me my house that has all my stuff in it that I want, and I actually would be happy. Pay the mortgage. Yeah, I'm not, like, I, I'm more, like, let's build together. Because yeah. I'm, I'm more of the, like, I'd rather go get this money, let's go work, let's go create, let's go do this. So I'm more like, how are we going to build our empire together than sit back and just let you pay for the stuff? Because mm, I, I like the process of building stuff. I, wanna, I want you to pay for things so I can do those things. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, I, but you know what? I honestly would like to find, like if I could find somebody that I can actually build something with, that would be nice. I feel like some of these men are, most men need women. I don't care what they say. You need women in your life. Y'all, when you live with, as a bachelor, half the time you don't even have furniture, barely have food in your refrigerator you need women women are the reason why y'all are able to survive without women y'all would be horrible that is untrue girl please the world would be a mess the world would be on fire if it was just men here just men the world would be on fire if it was just women too because we don't even like each other no <laughs> we don't like each other men no. that are in same sex relationships that don't need women 
awesome. But no, that's not necessarily true because the majority of those relationships, you normally have a feminine. Like, there's always someone that's more feminine than the other. But they're still dudes. Doesn't matter. You still have somebody <laughs> that's possessing that feminine aspect of the relationship. There's a softer one. There's always the one that's a little softer than the other. So then that, it's like it's weird because it seems like the same thing going on. Our show me segment. Because we, we from St. Louis. And what's the motto? Either show me state. state. Or Missouri. Show me state. Yeah. Well, I say St. Louis because it's the semi. Well, you know what? I think Kansas City is, is almost as big as St. Louis, isn't it? But St. Louis overall is bigger. No clue. No clue. I'm pretty sure it's bigger. But anyway, so we're going to spotlight ourselves because we are so St. Louis and we are out here trying to do some things that elevate us as black women and give us opportunities to be able to support other black uh, entrepreneurs, artists, from whatever you do. If you are a uh, musician, if you are someone that sells pickles, you know, we want to support you. And we want to be a part of that. And we have our own things that are going on. Did you have an artist you wanted to play? Yeah, I'm a, we're going to play it after we shout out our game night event. Oh, yeah. Bingo. October 26th. Um, come join us. We're in Overland. We're going to have our first event, our South St. Louis events. Yep. Um, and these events are a way for people in their 30s, Maybe a little older. Yeah, maybe a little older because it is bingo. Older. So you know, maybe a little older. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 just want to have a good time, like a good intimate time. Yeah. Meet new people, network, have fun. We plan bingo, cash prizes. Have food. Food vendors, cakes of love, it's which gonna is be amazing lady who makes desserts. She's gonna be there selling her amazing desserts. So, oh my God, I can't wait. It's stressful, but I can't wait. You know what? It is, but yeah, I'm actually super excited about this event. I can't actually wait. Um, But I would love for, you know, whoever's listening, definitely come out and check us out. Um, We're going to put our link in the bio anyway, so if you'd like to purchase tickets, it's only $10. Who ain't got $10? It's $10 in that place with you five, five games, right? Five games of bingo. And it's going to be a great time. I think we're going to actually have a really good time socializing. And like she said, you know, come out and meet and greet. Meet somebody. And also, too, we're doing cash prizes so you can win some money, too. Can I win money, man? I know, right? Hey, man, I've been trying to play this freaking lottery. It's not working. I'm just spending more money. I'm just giving my money away. And you know how they try to get you to? Usually the commercials where they give the money, that the money goes to education. I say, wait a minute, how much of the money is going to education? Because I think I'm funding somebody. I'm lining somebody else's pockets. And then, like, I don't a good. The, I don't play the lotto. I didn't used to either, but this scratch off, I really love to do. Remember when it was a billion dollars for the lottery? Oh, yeah, I did play that one time. Yeah. No, it was a couple times. It was really high. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't know how to play this. Well, if you don't play, you don't win. That's what someone else said, but I played and I still didn't win. <laughs> but just like there's the people that, that actually win, like those little, they may be smaller prizes, like a million dollars and stuff like that, but yeah. I'm trying to win too. I wish I was playing in bingo because I want to win too. But yeah, definitely come out, check us out. 
Uh, we're going to definitely have additional parties, events, and we want to make this thing something awesome, you know? That's so St. Louis. Represent St. Louis in the best way we can, a positive way. Okay, so I want to play you guys Chingy's new song. A clip. A, a clip, clip of, of it. Not the What's thing, the song called? Clip. It's Just Like That. Just Like That, Chingy. Chingy. Where he been at? Yeah. <laughs> I got all my chains on for this one. Chingy Lane. Oh, yeah. Just Like That. I dropped 200,000 on that new bag, new bag. Just like that, just like that, just like that, damn. Bust the first night, back, sent the back, sent the back. Just like that, just like that, just like that, damn. For a rainy day, some like in the that. safe under the mat, just under the mat. Like just like that, just like that, just like that, yeah. Play with me now. Okay, so that's enough of that. <laughs> um, I've heard this song, I think probably five times today. <laughs> Um, we got better artists than this. I, not that Chingy's a horrible artist. I'm not saying he's a horrible artist. I just feel like y'all played this so much today. Like, it's, it's kind of like, and I'm even, I'm not even gonna lie to just like that. Oh, okay. It's a, uh, I feel uh, like as soon as she turned it on, I said, turn it off. <laughs> because it off. I haven't heard the whole song, so I can't judge the song, but I literally heard that like five seconds that you played. I'm like, turn it off. But like what Why he's saying. Why are you saying? trying to rap like the new people? But still, but rapping, still rapping in your like old, old voice. Like right? that, that doesn't work. Didn't that didn't that sound like an old Chingy with like a new And then it was like talking rhythm. about his chains. I'm like, Chingy, you don't even look like you wear chains anymore. <laughs> like have y'all seen Chingy? Y'all remember the video that went viral of Chingy and everybody was like, That's what Chingy looks like? You didn't see that? No, Chingy had a fro. He had a fro because he was uh he was gonna be performing, he was gonna be a part of uh, one of those tours that went on, I can't remember which one it was, but everybody was like, "That's Chingy." <laughs> Chingy was like, "I just, I hadn't got a haircut." <laughs> oh wow! Because he was he was practicing and he was just kind of letting everybody mm. know he back at it or whatever. So yeah, I I mean, hey, no, like I ain't trying to have nobody come for me, but like honestly, I just think we do have artists that are you know coming out with some with some dope stuff and. Just like that, ain't it? It need to be, just turn that off. I don't know. I just feel like, I think we're at that age our our parents yeah. were at when we were kids and they were like, I, I wish music was like, like, like how, it used how to be. we used to be. Yeah. Y'all don't know what music is and we're like. Well, we should have liked that then because that's old Chingy Chingy sound just how Chingy, Chingy normally said. But that's old Chingy to a new, the new rap rhythm. It just doesn't it just work. It doesn't work. It just doesn't. Like just go back to the old Chingy. Like just Missy, like when she came out, it was like, yeah. Oh, yes. Have you heard that album? That's, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's an LP. Or, no, what is it called? Yeah, EP. EP. Four songs. I was mad, too, when I found out it was four only. Four songs. We've been waiting years for four songs. I said. But if you follow her, she always posts these videos of everybody dancing to her music and it make you like it. Like, I'm no lie. I was I just like, like I like it. I, I was mad at the fact that it's only four songs. Yes, like, you wanted a full album from her. Yeah. Some of the songs were kind of like, okay, this is definitely like, oh, Missy. But then the newer ones did kind of, because they're going with the twerking music. Like, I like that. But she's always been like that. She's been like that. And that's yeah. why I like, like you, you have already have a fan base, so... Your fan base still likes your stuff. You don't have yeah. to. You don't have to. You don't have to change, change it up. 
You ain't got time about chains you ain't got. <laughs> and most of these rappers are running, you have running chains anyway. So, hey, man. Like, I guess, and then also, too, I think we, you right. We just didn't got older, and we don't want to hear that no more. Like, you got chains. Don't they all got chains? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about rolling up on people? Come on, Chingy. You not rolling up on nobody, man. Like, come on. You too old for that. If you rolling up on people at your age, you need to let that go. <laughs> We ain't heard from you, and this what you talking about? Show chains and rolling up on man. Come on, Jimmy. That ain't it. That ain't it. That's what the song should have been. That ain't it. <laughs> but hey, man. Though, yeah, like with everybody else, y'all check out the song. Y'all tell me what y'all think. Y'all tell me if it's hot or not. I'm giving it a not. Erica, what you giving it? That was not from the second it started. No, turn it off. All right, well, that's a not but look, for us. Look, holler at us in another month as after it's in heavy rotation. That we're, yeah. and we've been brainwashed, and we now we're gonna like it. And then we'll be just like that, just, just like, like that. that. And we just saying it in regular conversation because you know that's how how things happen nowadays, or everything just becomes regular conversation. Because what was Hardy? Who was it? I don't know. Whoever said period. Period. Yeah, that was a whole thing on. Instagram at one time, like then they were just like everything, period, period, <laughs> period. like just like that. It was like the black girl, period. Like, <laughs> don't say nothing else to me. But yeah, and then the okur. Is I'm saying it right? Am I? I don't know. I couldn't do it. So she said it. something else too that was like, oh my god. I was just like, man, I don't want to say it, but then you find yourself saying it. I've never said the oh whatever. I could never okay. say it. How do you say it? Shouldn't I be rolling my R's? You should be rolling that R. Oh, I don't know. But But next month, you're going to be like, just like that. No, I don't really. Honestly, right there. Right there, right there. Is that what he was trying to go for? (laughs) Oh, that makes sense now. He wanted to recreate right Right there. there. You know what? I told people, told me I sound too. I don't want to say. So St. Louis? Nah. Ghetto St. Louis? Nah, I wish. Y'all know it's different St. Louis's, right? It really is. I sound more educated. I pronounce my words than I don't. I made a joke that I was just like, yeah, I got a little, I got a little bit of St. Louis in me, and it was just like, yeah, you pronounce it at that R. <laughs> you said it the way it's supposed to be said. I like, but when I go other places, people always ask, "Where you from? Where you from? Where you from?" I was like, "What does that mean? What did I say?" What did I say? Dar. Mm. <laughs> Her. <laughs> and but no one else. Everybody else just says I. I'm proper. And I was like, yeah, I got a little bit. No offense to anybody, a little bit of white girl in me, but not really white girl. I just Saint Charles. Yeah, because it's where I grew up. Saint so, Charles. Yeah. That's Across the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a whole nother area, right? Like that didn't even. <laughs> North County. What part of North County? That's why. Right. You sound like you actually got an education. Because <laughs> anybody that says Northside, you be like, ooh, yeah. That sound like the dangerous part of the city. <laughs> but hey, you know, it's all St. Louis at the end of the day. All St. Louis. And we represent St. Louis how we represent it. Properly. Good one. I like how you ended that. That is a great way to end that segment. All right, y'all. Well, we had a good time tonight. 
Uh, and I hope y'all come back and listen to us. We're doing podcasts every week. 